talk about today. Ah, there's the button. Thank you. Okay. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, and again, Pat, I am here. Pat Dooley's here. Uh, Jeff is uh, doing volleyball. Actually, he's doing a game right now, I think. Uh, the first game of that ser- of that uh, NCAA regional, which I think has lost a little bit of uh, spunk in terms of people being into it, even though Florida is hosting just because. And I, I think Kelsey actually is going tonight. But, you know, they lost their best player, decided not to play. And, I, I again, I'm not going to get into the reasons. She just said what she said, and it's up to her. It's her personal decision. And um, so that doesn't have a lot of enthusiasm for that. But there's so much else to talk about. It, it is crazy to talk about what is going on in the world of college football and to a point where it's almost – and I heard uh, – I don't know if it was uh, Chris Childers or somebody this morning – was talking about, and they said it's almost. Or, oh, I think it was actually Mark Packer last night when I was going home. It's almost like it is kind of like taking the luster, not the luster, away from the championship games, but the interest or the what people are writing about. People aren't writing unless you're in Tuscaloosa, Athens, Atlanta, um, uh, Ann Arbor. I, you know, I guess Iowa. They're probably writing about that the game. Places like that, you know, Oklahoma, Stillwater, unless you're there, no no national media is writing about these games or writing about what's going on. It's crazy. And it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Every, every minute it feels like something new has happened. We'll give you all the latest news of today in just a minute, but we do need to talk about Florida basketball last night. Look, it's... My poor daughter is such a huge fan. She was depressed today. I said, Kelsey, they weren't going undefeated, okay? (laughs) They weren't going to do that. I mean, this is a very flawed team, and they had a bad night. And they still had a real chance to win the game. You know, Florida only played seven guys in the whole game, which was a little bit surprising to me. But that, you know, they – Whatchamacallit? I can't think of the, who they played last night. Oklahoma. Uh, they they only played a few guys. I mean, most of them they played, you know, like in the 35-minute range. So they played pretty much the same guys. And it was just two groups of five basically going head-to-head. And they played like – it played like a pickup game. Yeah, because guys were just making turnover after turnover after turnover, both sides. But Florida, especially bad in the first half, 10 turnovers – I think they ended up with uh, 16, yeah. So, uh, but here's what happened, basically. This team does not shoot the ball well at times. At times, they do shoot it well. It's not like they can't make shots, but at times, they're really bad at shooting. They just rim out a bunch of shots, miss a bunch of shots. And last night, that was the the ultimate culprit, even with the 16 turnovers. Was it they were four for 24 in, in threes? They missed 23 pointers. And the average person would say, well, then quit taking them. But that's what kind of, I think, Oklahoma was giving them. They were saying, hey, you know, we'll see if you guys can make them. If you start making them, we'll come out. But right now, we're going to focus on stopping your inside game, stopping Castleton. And I didn't think Colin played one of his better games. And that's the level he is playing at this year, where he plays a game like that where he has a double-double. And you go, eh, he wasn't all that, all that great last night. Too many turnovers, too many turnovers by everybody. 
and just too many bad shots. That to me was the was the thing that stood out. Bad shots. Okay, so that's what happened. You lost a game. You uh, were were down. You came back. You were way down. You came back again. And then at the end of the game, you pooped the bed. On the road, hostile crowd. Those people were into it. They were there to honor Lon Kruger. Lon Kruger sticks it to the Gators one more time. And, you know, you lost the game on the road. That game could have been very valuable to Florida's net ranking, which is how they determine, you know, who's going to the tournament. But it doesn't hurt it. In other words, you lose on the road to a team that's probably going to be in the top 25 and you kind of go, all right, you didn't gain anything, but you really didn't lose anything. And obviously, Mike White's got a lot of talking points. Now, I think he said it. He kind of gave the press conference we wanted to hear from Dan Mullen a lot, which is basically they did a better job than we did. They they prepared better. They coached better. They played better. They were better than us. And, and sometimes that's the way it is. You just lose games. Games are lost. Every game. Every basketball game. In fact, you know, I was – and the one good thing – now, I know a lot of people are having a hard time finding the game because it's on this thing called Bally Sports, which is the old Sun Sports. Um, and that's why it's, sometimes it's hard to find, but if you've got a, one of those remotes where you just hit the C button, you can find it. And, um, the one good thing about the game is they had Oklahoma announcers doing the game, but they were the furthest thing from being homers. They were they were a little repetitive, but they, they were very good talking about – and they were very much into Florida's team. They liked them a lot. And they saw Florida as worse so far this year. The reason Florida lost the game is they had three bad spells. Start the game, bad spell, got down 14-4, had to fight their way back into it. And then they got into that spell where they started turning the ball over, taking bad shots, and next thing you know, they're down 10, and there's like seven, six minutes to go, and you're like, I don't know if this team, they're going to have to do something special. And then they did some special things. Appleby hits a couple of threes finally. The only two he made, because of course he was two of 10 from three. And you ask, why keep taking them? Well, this is the same guy that you guys were all wanting to make out with after he hits the three against Ohio State. But that's probably not the right term to use. But, um, you know, he he's not a great shooter. And that's the thing. This team is not filled with great shooters. But they at times they're great shooters. It's like everybody. It's like me when I was playing basketball. And I played right up until about, I don't know, the first knee replacement. So six years ago, maybe, I guess it was. I'm trying to remember exactly when I had it. And I used to love to play, but all I really did was stand outside and shoot threes. That's all I did. And there were games I'd light it up. But overall, my percentage probably wasn't high. I'm just going to go on the record and say that. But there were games I'd knock down four or five. Our team would win. If you have any skills at all shooting a basketball, and I did then, but if you have any skills at all, you're going to make some. But your skill level depends on that, – that'll – tell whether you're going to make a lot and getting you open is also part of it. I didn't, I didn't like the way that uh, Florida kind of played offensively, not moving the ball, just kind of going one-on-one playing hero, taking hero shots, but also playing 
playing one-on-one basketball. That's they're not that good, and yet they were right there. They were right there with a chance to win. So that's what happened with basketball last night. Uh, Disappointing, but about as far from the end of the world as you can get. (laughs) And look, they play like that every night. There are going to be a lot of games like that. But the bottom line is. You go on the road in the SEC, and which was basically what they they did last night. They went to an SEC school. They just don't – they just haven't signed up officially yet, but it's an SEC school now. But same kind of crowd. When you do that in the SEC, you're going you're gonna to have some games where you lose, just the way it is. That's what makes – that's what makes the, the Florida team that went undefeated in the SEC that much more impressive because they did it without any NBA players. Now, I'm not saying that there's an, there was an NBA player in, on uh, Oklahoma last night, but I, I'm just saying Florida did it without any NBA players, won every game in the conference, and then the yet next year Kentucky did it again. It was unbelievable. So, uh, anyway, that's uh, that's where we are with that. We, we, we can talk about that. Um, Basketball, you know, Tanner Gross was a guy that was really a problem for Florida. Uh, he was 8 of 11, scored 20 points. Him knocking down those threes, I don't think they expected that, especially one of them was contested. Uh, that was kind of crazy. But um, anyway, they got to move forward Monday. you got another game, another chance to get better. Uh, but I think maybe it's because I'm a wise and old veteran. As I sat there and I watched the game, and when it was over, I went, all right, well, you knew they were going to lose the game. On the road at Oklahoma, not that big a deal. Doesn't hurt their their net ranking. All all this is about is getting in the tournament and trying to make a little damage in the tournament. That's all every season's about. That's all I see it as. And I was so undepressed, unlike my daughter. I was so undepressed. I went. I watched the entire. Well, not the entire, but most of the overtimes of the four overtime game between Nebraska. And uh, NC State. I also watched a little bit of the uh, – I wanted to see Noah Locke play for Louisville. So I watched a lot of basketball last night. I, I, I think most Gator fans right now, they I mean, the first reaction is, oh, Mike White got outcoached again by the Gideons. And then I think most of us just go, okay, got to build on this. You, gotta, you, you build on wins, you build on losses. How much you build on both is what determines how good you are. All right, so we got that. Now, now let's get to the football news, and um, we'll open up the phone lines for calls here. Again, uh, it's just me. We're going to talk a lot about the championship games and all the stuff that's going on in college football right now. It's just – it is a crazy – I don't know that I've ever seen a crazier news cycle that, than what we've seen over the last month, really, or three weeks especially. You know, guys getting fired, guys getting hired that, that you never dream would get hired. Uh, craziness everywhere. Guys jumping in and out of transfer portals. In fact, um, the um, Florida had another guy today, which is not surprising. Lloyd Summerall jumped in the transfer portal. Again, I think he was a kind of a marginal guy anyway, um, but he hadn't really done anything here. But I certainly understand, and transfer portal is there for a reason. Chris Bogle did yesterday, and I think Chris Bogle is a good player. Uh, but he wasn't getting the time. And uh, with Brenton Cox, I guess, again, sometimes you see stuff and you don't know if it's official or official, but I guess Brenton Cox is coming back, and that probably told him, well, then I need to go. Um, And that's fine. 
whatever whatever happens, happens. This is not going to be a great team next year. It's going to be playing a tough schedule. I've talked about this a lot. And people are probably sick of me talking about it. But you open up with Utah and Kentucky. You play at LSU. You have to, um, well, you've got, you know, you obviously have Georgia. You know, actually they play at home against LSU. I'm sorry about that. I don't have the schedule in front of me. But it's a tough schedule. It's not an easy schedule. So and, and and I don't know that the roster is going to be anything special. But we'll see what happens. And tomorrow, Zach Albaverde will come in here from the Gainesville Sun, and we'll talk to him a lot about recruiting and what's going on and what, what, what are guys doing. Um, and that will be interesting. I don't know that by tomorrow we'll have an answer to who the new Miami AD is because according to multiple tweets from multiple respected sources – People like Brett McMurphy, who I love to death. Um, the Miami search for a new AD is an absolute mess. That they've got 50 people involved, boosters, uh, you know, board of trustee members, uh, you know, uh, just all these different people involved, and they're they're kind of split. Half of them want Manny out, half of them don't want him out. They want, some of them want to hire Gino Toretta as AD. Some of them want to hire Alonzo Highsmith as AD. Some of them don't want to hire either one of them as AD. And they can't come to a decision on their AD, let alone on their coach. This is a time when you say, you know, it's good to be the, the Florida Gators, where you have one man making the decisions. And even though he makes the wrong decision sometimes, I mean, look, Jeremy Foley made a terrible decision in bringing Jim McElwain in here, and yet the guy won two um, SEC's championships. The Ron Zook hire, you know, wasn't a good hire. Urban Meyer was a great hire. I think I still think Will Muschamp was a good hire. It just didn't work out. Dan Mullen made total sense for Scott Strickland. And as I said yesterday, the Dan Mullen hire that day that he got hired is a better hire than Billy Napier hire. Now, that, that now it's blasphemy now because now everybody's ripping everything Dan Mullen's doing. I see stories about everything. You know, Look, let it go is what I would say because here's the bottom line. He ain't coming back. <laughs> you're, you're done with him. You got rid of him. So so. Don't worry about him. Don't don't live in what maybe he did wrong. You know, I just did a big 1800 words, I think it is, story for uh, Gators Wire. And it was it was it was about the legacies of these three coaches and what they did good, what they did bad. And every one of them had great greatness thrust upon them, I guess you would say. You know, Muschamp with his 11-win season. McIlwain winning two SEC East in a row. Mullen winning the SEC East and being in the playoff discussion, have a Heisman finalist. They all did great things. The Auburn and LSU games for for, for Dan Mullen, the, the, the swamp was back. And that's the weird thing. Florida's on a three-coach losing streak right now. Even though they all had great moments and they, were all, they weren't the worst hires in the world. But... Th- Things turned wrong. Maybe it's in the water here. 
maybe this job has become something where the fan expectations are so high and, and everything is just pressurized and guys crack under it because Dan Mullen changed. And I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know what happened, but he changed. He's not the same person he was at Mississippi State. He's not the same person he was two years ago. So he's different. And that's fine. He's somebody else's problem now. All right. We have a lot of other things to talk about that we'll get to, including these matchups for the weekend. Uh, we'll take your calls. Uh, 392-8255 if you want to get in here on the tailgate. I'm Pat Dooley going solo today on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. The 16-seeded Gators volleyball team hosts the Florida A&M Rattlers in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. Coverage of tonight's game starts at 640. Toyota U.S. Open continues for 19 Gator swimmers and volunteer coach Katie Ledecky today. The con- competition will continue up until Saturday. The Dallas Cowboys and New Orleans Saints face off on Thursday night football. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys look to snap their two-game losing streak, while the Saints look to avoid losing their fifth straight game. Coverage of tonight's game begins right after the end of the volleyball game. There are multiple high school basketball games in the area tonight. On the boys' side, Gainesville travels to Williston, while Eastside hosts Matanzas. And on the girls' side, Santa Fe takes on Fort White and Gainesville host P.K. Young. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection of over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official 
personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. When fun finally returns, Bud Light legends don't just come back. They come roaring back, carrying a cooler full of Bud Lights, an inflatable dolphin, and those Velcro pads with the balls that stick to them. And this summer, with a cooler at their side, they're going to make up for all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light legends. It's time to take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AP Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. This is Sky LeBron inviting you to join me and Josh Crow for Gator Volleyball tonight as we begin NCAA tournament play against FAMU. First serve is at 7 p.m. immediately following Gator Talk right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF and online. WRUF.com. All right, uh, 392-8255 if you want to get in here on the phone lines. We uh, we got plenty to talk about, though, including Billy Napier being named the Sunbelt Coach of the Year today, to which I say, oh, good. If you're, if you're a really good coach, you should be Coach of the Year uh, at some point in your career, you know? Especially at that level. So, I mean, you know, that's great. Does that mean anything in terms of this guy is going to be the best? Not really. I mean, I have no idea. I think that's where a lot of us are. We think this makes a lot of sense. We, we like his passion for recruiting. We like his passion for organization. We see what he's done with another team, you know, playing – Division one football and how they don't get penalties and they block kicks and they don't they don't uh, they they take special teams seriously and they they win the turnover battle. All that's great, but you know, we gotta we have to wait and see. Let's see, wait and see what they have. Uh I did want to talk a little bit today. And maybe you guys can give me some uh, some help here. Because as you all know, I'm sure, we've never seen a Heisman race this close. I mean, we're talking about we're down to the last weekend, the last Saturday, Friday, Saturday, I guess, technically. Um, the ballots have to be in Sunday. I have mine. I am still a, a Heisman voter and appreciate that I am. Can't tell you who I'm going to vote for. Can't tell you who I voted for until after it comes out. That's the way it works. They get mad at you. They tried to take mine away one year because I did reveal mine. Um, and that was totally an ESPN move. ESPN's like, hey, everybody already knows who's going to win because everybody reveals their ballot. And, and these guys aren't stupid in math. They can figure it all out, and, which we did the year Werfel won. We talked to like, 
I think a hundred Heisman voters and calculated that that Werfel was going to win. But so ESPN's like, so everybody knows who's going to win. We want it. There's, there's got to be this. The whole thing is an hour long crappy show that nobody wants to really watch. Unless you're a fan of one of those players, if your team, unless the laundry you root for is represented by one of those players, those are the only people watching that show. It's a, it's just awful. It's boring. But people will stay with it because at the end, we reveal who got the final rose. Here it is. Here is your winner. Everybody else, pack your knives and go home. So it's it's basically a bit of a reality con you know contest like Top Chef or The Bachelor or I don't know that I don't watch any of those shows. Top Chef's the only one I watch. I will watch Top Chef. What is what are some of the other ones like The Bachelorette? Is Love Island is that a contest? Survivor, stuff like that. I've never watched Survivor. Even when when Brad Culpepper was on and when his wife Monica was on, I, I watched a little bit, but. After a while, it, it came down to the same thing. Anyway, the point being, we are sitting here right now um, with with no, in my mind, no clear-cut favorite. And then I look at these odds that are coming out, and I don't agree with them. And I can tell you, I'm going to vote what, who I think it should be at the end of the day. But the odds are, it's an, Bryce Young is an overwhelming favorite. Because he had a Heisman moment, driving his team 98 yards or whatever it was down the field to score the tying touchdown, then winning, they win the game in four overtimes. It was a great game, don't get me wrong. Unbelievable game, especially the finish. But up until that point, at the very end of the game, they had scored three points against Auburn. Three which is not Heisman-like. This kind of reeks, and I don't want to say reeks, because Bryce Young, I, I like Bryce Young. He's a candidate you know, on my ballot. I don't have him as a favorite. I don't think he would be on my final three right now, but if he goes and lights up Georgia, you're getting on, bro. I, there's no doubt, bro, you are getting on my ballot. You may be number one. You go beat Georgia. Let's put up about 80 on him. Of course, that will not happen only in my dreams. Um, so, who is who? Who am I going to vote for? Well, look, I, I got a bunch of candidates, but there's a lot of defensive guys, and this guy Aiden Hutchinson, who I didn't know that much about, and this is why, you know, um, there are too many voters, and maybe I'm one of, because I don't watch many Michigan games. I watched them against Michigan State for a while. I watched them in the Ohio. I watched the entire Ohio State game, and that's where I kind of I knew of Aiden Hutchinson. Had I voted on the AP All American team, I would have had him on there in the preseason. But he dominated that game. He was one of the biggest reasons that they won. And look, let's face it: the Heisman is this. It's all it is. Best player on the best teams. Take the top five or six teams. Who's the best player on each team? And then we'll have a contest between them. So I guess Aiden Hutchinson is, wins that battle for that. 
So you put him on there, and I'll watch that game again on Saturday and say, hey, maybe they're right. Maybe he should be on my ballot. He's in the number, number two favorite behind Bryce Young. Number three is C.J. Stroud. Uh, no, he's not getting on my ballot. I can promise you that. Pickett is number four, and, I, I, you know, he's been pretty good this year. I, I got to think about him. And then uh, Will Anderson, who I love. And, again, I, 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 I am looking at this game as the guy who plays the best and wins between Will Anderson and Jordan Davis of Georgia is going to be on my ballot, whether they're number one or not. There's a chance they could be. I mean, I, I've watched these guys play almost every game this year, and maybe I'm I'm a little prejudiced SEC, you know, because I watch as many SEC games as I can. But um, those guys are just dominant, tremendous players. On the other hand, Alabama's defense hadn't been that good. And I can see the the mentality of saying, hey, you know what? The best team in the country is Georgia. Let's say Georgia goes out and beats Alabama 24 to nine, okay? Defense dominates. Jordan Davis makes a couple of plays. And you could easily say, you know what? The best team in the country is Georgia. We know that. The best player on the best team in the country is Jordan Davis. Was a dominant player. Stats don't matter. Let's go with him. I could see that happening. And I might be one of those people that does that. So we'll have to wait and see. But it's it's it really is interesting uh, when you look at it, uh, the guys that are out there. Let's uh, get one call in here before we go to break. Uh, Hank's up. What's going on, Hank? Hey, Pat. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, is Jordan Davis the the guy in the middle for Georgia, yes. number 98 or 99? He'd be my hands-down pick for Heisman this year. Um, I don't think anybody has done through the whole year what he has done for his team, and that's you know, he has held that spot. It's the reason George is only averaging 3.1 or 3.4 yards um, a play. Yeah, you can't and run up the nobody, middle on him. No, absolutely not. He takes up two to three offensive linemen, and he still gets through and makes plays. So, you know, Georgia would not have the superior defense that they have this year, I don't think, without that guy. And so if you're talking about, well, you know, who had the biggest impact or whatever, to me, he's the guy. And there's been a lot of offensive players because they kind of get the spotlight stuff. Um, but nobody offensively has been just crazy this year. You know, it isn't like when the guy from LSU, the quarterback, was Brady or something like that. Anyway, when he won it, you know, he was he was 75% of his passes were complete. It was you know, crazy stuff like that. But nobody's been in that realm. And, you know, here you got a defensive guy who just yeah nobody can move him. Well, and here's the other thing, Hank. Um, too much emphasis is placed on these final games, especially teams that are in the champion. Now, there have been guys who, and you could do this if you want to because the ballots were sent to us uh, Monday, uh, who vote refuse to wait until the championship games are played because they don't feel like you should get an extra game. And I'm like, well, you got to the extra game because you were a good player. I so I I would wait, but um, 
I, I think a lot of emphasis is going to be placed on what happens in that game. And if, if uh, like I said, if they score six points at Alabama, then it could be. And if Will Anderson has four sacks and they upset Georgia, it could be Will Anderson. You know, I, I, I can see me voting for either one of those guys, and I can see if Bryce Young lights up Georgia, vote for Bryce Young. But we will put in a lot of emphasis, it's just the way it is, um, on the, uh, the that last final game. Well, I, you know, my feeling again sort of is if you ask an, an opposing coach, okay, you can take one guy out of the out of the game for Georgia, who would it be? And I think they'd pick, you know, number 98, 99, Davis. And, and that's what um, where Florida caught a big break last year. Not only him out, but Richard LeCount, who was their best defensive back, uh, that was a big break that Florida caught. Now, I'm not saying Florida wouldn't win anyway. I mean, that was generational talent that Florida had. But, yeah, he didn't play against the Gators last year. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Uh, 392-8255 if you want to get in. we got to get a break. We'll do that. Come back. Got a lot more to talk about, including these other games that are up and uh, whether you should be watching them or not or what games will you watch or will you just say, hey, I'm done with football. Let me know when it's signing day curious we'll come right back you're listening to the tailgate with pat dooley today espn 98 1 fm and 850 am wruf from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update tonight temperatures fall into the mid and upper 40s under clear skies we may see some patchy fog develop similar to last night primarily after midnight tomorrow features plenty of sunshine just a few passing clouds during the afternoon highs in the mid 70s a mix of sun and clouds for the upcoming weekend and even a bit warmer highs in the mid to even upper 70s possible from the uf weather center i'm meteorologist justin ballard this keep it on the down low here is the dan patrick show you know brian kelly did say goodbye to his players maybe not comfortable maybe not ideal it's just the way the system is that you get an opportunity but i think if you look back on what he did and didn't do he realizes he can't win a national championship at notre dame i really feel that dan patrick the dan patrick show weekday mornings at nine right here on wruf Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gears. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio All right, we're back. Again, a lot of stuff to talk about. Brian Kelly, everybody's mad at Brian Kelly up in... You know, the funny thing is, Brian Kelly has left two jobs. Well, he was somewhere else. Was he Central Michigan before he went to Cincinnati? I'm not 100% sure about that. But he left Cincinnati, and they hate him. I heard this on, on on a radio show the other day, how people hate him so much, and that Cincinnati beating Notre Dame was not only big for the playoffs and everything else it was big because they hate brian kelly now he's left notre dame and they hate him up there and it's interesting that he leaves he's got a plan he's probably told the mayors i'm bringing blah 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 here's what nobody wants to go with him 
Now, I'm not saying he's going to have a hard time filling his nine other coaches, but none of his guys want to go. They don't. They'd rather stay at Notre Dame. They kind of get the Notre Dame thing. Tommy Reese has been given a big, huge raise. Is out recruiting for Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman is going to be the head coach, their defensive coordinator, their offensive line coach. There, I said, nah, I'm not good. It's like, and I've seen this used uh, the analogy a lot. It's like when Nick Saban left Michigan State for LSU, and he sent a plane back to Michigan State to get all his assistants, and none of them would get on. They didn't want to go. We like it here. Now, that was probably a bad move uh, if you were one of those coaches as as far as your career goes. But I, maybe you didn't want to work for the guy. Everybody always says Belichick's hard to work for. Saban's hard to work for. But they didn't get any of the coaches they wanted to hire. And I think the two years later they won the SEC. So it's not like it, it, it will hold Brian Kelly back. If I was going to bet, though, on which team will be in the college football playoff. Now, again, we don't know what's going to happen with the playoff because probably they both will. <laughs> but I think Lincoln Riley is going to kill it out there in Southern Cal. And, again, the competition is not going to be as hard. He's already killing it with recruiting. Um, and, again, he's he's able to do that. Now, I know that Billy Napier is doing recruiting and his coaches are out there, but – He's trying to win this championship, and it matters to him. And that, that to me, says a lot about him. Look, there's different ways to do things, different ways to leave, different ways to do other things, but not necessarily a right way. I like that Napier is out there, but it's kind of weird that Florida has hired a head coach and nobody's met him. None, none of the media, none of the fans, really. I mean, you might have. there might be somebody out there who goes, oh, I met Billy Napier once. Or not only did they haven't met him, but they haven't – they don't know who the coaches are going to be, assistant coaches. All it is is rumors going out there. There was a rumor out there about Tom Herman joining the staff, and, and Andy Staples called Tom Herman and goes, no, nah, I like it in the NFL. And that's the interesting thing about the NFL, guys. Like, I'm with you. I love college football. I like the NFL a lot. It's probably my third favorite sport behind college football and college basketball. But – for coaches, man, they like the NFL a lot and because they aren't dealing with recruiting. That's the number one advantage. It's why Billy Donovan eventually went to the NBA. But the NFL, first of all, you have this pension that you get when you get so many years in, and uh, there's, there are people who know more, way more about it than I do, but I, I know that the pension's a big deal. In fact, I remember when Greg Madison left here, that was one reason – he was, he was doing it. It's because he said, man, I want to get on that NFL pension. Now, ironically, he left again. Um, I think he was with the Ravens, yeah. And um, I, I assume he's getting some kind of pension. But if you stay long enough, you get a lot of pension. And so you get that. Now, if you're in college, you get fired. If you don't have a, another year on your contract, you get nothing. <laughs> In fact, they will make you coach through the end of your contract, which usually they expire uh, the day after sign, uh, signing day. It used to be. I don't know if it, they're that way now or whether they expire the day after the uh, college football playoff championship. It's, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. But the bottom line is, for a lot of you guys, you get nothing when you leave. 
you leave the NFL, you get enough time, and you actually make a pretty good living off of it. But so you got that. Plus, you don't have to recruit. You don't have to go to any try to talk kids into staying. You know, you're not like you. Yeah, you have headaches. They're different headaches in the NFL, and they are still can be numbing at times. Headaches are no fun, but they're different headaches, and the headaches in college football are much more severe. Let's just put it that way. You you get a guy who gets in trouble who's an average player, but you kind of need him on your team because he's good on special teams. And if you if you get down to your third running back, he can go in. He gets picked up on DWI. You cut him and bring in another guy. That happens in college. You go, all right, we got to deal with this. You know, try to explain to his mom why we uh, didn't didn't monitor this thing better. Uh, try to make sure he's he's going to be okay legally. You got to de- if you're an NFL team, you don't care where the guy gets it off or on or whatever. You're like, all right, we're cutting you. You you go solve your own problems, and maybe you end up with another team. But we're, we're, we'll bring somebody else in. The NFL is is a lot better job. I mean, it just is. It's not so much about pay. It's about what you you know what you get out of it. And nobody is worried about facilities in the NFL. Nobody is sitting here going. I wish we had a better stadium or um, we don't get enough food. You know, we don't, we don't, uh, our nutritionists, we have to build this monumental place to attract free agents. No, you don't. Free agents are going to go where they can win or, they, or where, where they can get money, the most money, and then where they can win. And then, I don't know, then when they want to live, but you, two and three may be the same. Two and three, may, you know, probably about the same level of, but it's it's mostly money, and then where do you want to live? Where I want to do I want to win? Some guys will go anywhere, just say, well, maybe I'll make a difference, and they'll start winning. Eh, probably not. You'll help make a difference if they're already built a good team, and you could be the guy that takes them over the top. But you're probably not going to single-handedly in football, basketball. Well, basketball, LeBron evidence that you can do that. But football and baseball, obviously, that's not going to happen. Anyway, so that's my rant there. Uh, by the way, baseball, speaking of baseball, uh, they voted to strike. Uh, I hope they stay out all year, and then the Braves will be champion for two years. I'm wearing, actually, a Braves shirt right now. So, um, But, no, I, I look, I don't – I know everybody's losing their mind over this, but my thing is whatever. You know, if you play a 60-game season again, I'm fine with that. I don't like to watch baseball games in May. I don't care. I just the way I am. I'm the opposite of Jeff. Jeff doesn't care about college football. He only cares about the Gator games. I care about Braves games and that's it. And even then, it's hard to stay interested. It's just me and and there are a lot of people out there that lose their minds. Oh, baseball, it's pastoral. It's most beautiful. You walk out and the grass is so green it hurts your eyes and Oh, the smells of the Cracker Jacks and crack of the bat. Yeah, okay, that's all great. And then you turn around and walk out. And I can't even say it's a slow game now after that Florida FSU football game. Are you kidding me? Three hours and 53 minutes. What the hell is wrong with you people? There should be an investigation into that. That's what everybody should be upset about. Three hours and fifty-three minutes. No, I'm the only. Am I the only person that's talking about it? I guess 
All right. Well, I'll keep talking about it and keep talking about all these games we got coming up here. Uh, if you want to get in, you can give us a call, 392-8255, the number to call. If you want to – look, I, I need to find a path for Alabama to win. It's a hard path to find. It's a lot of, uh, you know, potholes and brumble bushes. I'm, I'm trying to find that path. Maybe you guys have a path for me. And I'm curious how many of you are, are like, hey, I, I've never rooted for Alabama harder. So we'll talk about all that. Plus, are you going to watch the Sun Belt Championship on uh, Saturday? Eh, of course you are. Uh, I want to say what not to take from that game as well. All that coming up. we got to take a break right now, though. We'll be back. You're listening to The Tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. The 16-seeded Gators volleyball team hosts the Florida A&M Rattlers in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. Coverage of tonight's game starts at 640. The Toyota U.S. Open continues for 19 Gator swimmers and volunteer coach Katie Ledecky today. The con- competition will continue up until Saturday. The Dallas Cowboys and New Orleans Saints face off on Thursday night football. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys will look to snap their two-game losing streak, while the Saints look to avoid losing their fifth straight game. Coverage of tonight's game begins right after the end of the volleyball game. There are multiple high school basketball games in the area tonight. On the boys' side, Gainesville travels to Williston, while Eastside hosts Matanzas. And on the girls' side, Santa Fe takes on Fort White, and Gainesville hosts P.K. Young. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. There are so many great Gator fans out there that show up on Saturdays. They're losing their voices and making sure they do what they can to help the boys get a W. The Gator Collective was established as a way to create opportunities for Gator players in any sport and give you, the fans, exclusive content that nobody else can get. Something special is happening, and this is a chance for you to be a part of it. Check out everything you need to know and unite yourself with some of the best student athletes there are. Log on today to thegatorcollective.com and start making a difference in Gator Nation. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's a ton of great benefits to living out in the country. The space, the stars, the farm animals, and the ability to swim naked when need be. But the one thing that I found out that's not cool, when the septic stops, then there's a wee bit of a problem. Thankfully, I was able to call Newsom Well and Septic, and I was saved. This family-owned and operated business is the best, whether it's commercial or residential. They do well drilling, pump repair, pump outs, drain fields, septics, and they're available 24-7 if need be. Kyle and Josh Myers have been at it for as long as Dooley's been writing. So if your toilet don't swallow, give them a holler. Newsom, well and septic. Remember the name because you'll certainly remember the results. BC Powder knows life pushes us to the max. Work to the max. Family to the max. It can all mean pain to the max. So BC introduces new BC Max Strength. 
New BC Max relieves tough headaches and body pain at the speed of powder. Nothing stronger on pain without a prescription. Pain to the max? New BC Max in a great tasting lemonade flavor. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Reward yourself or someone you love this Christmas with a stunning Rolex timepiece from International Diamond Center. IDC has the largest selection of luxury pre-owned Rolex watches in our history. It may very well be the largest selection in the entire country. Over 800 pre-owned Rolexes. Yes, 800. Our buyers have scoured the country and handpicked this unprecedented collection of flawless pre-owned Rolex watches. All the most popular and hard-to-find models. Submariners, Batman, Sea Dwellers, Pepsi, Dayjust, Men's and Ladies timepieces in pristine condition. All IDC's pre-owned Rolex watches are priced to sell this Christmas. Easily competing with any store or online retailer. If you've dreamed of owning the premium name and timepieces, or if you're looking for the ultimate gift for someone special, you must see IDC's luxury pre-owned Rolex collection today. We have the watches no one else has. Visit our showroom or shop online anytime at shopidc.com. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center in Celebration Point. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo at Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio platform. All right, 392-8255 if you want to get in here. We only have a couple minutes left in this hour. Uh, hopefully, second hour, get a few more phone calls, but like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm always prepared when I come in here. Jeff kind of comes in here and just says, yeah, people will call, and then they don't call. That's fine. But, but I come in here with a whole list of stuff, uh, including uh, the news that Antonio Brown has been suspended for three games for showing or for producing a fake vaccination card. Another, there's another mess. Uh, I would, I would think his days are numbered there. Although you never know, he comes back in three weeks, and I mean, he was going to miss this game anyway because of an injury. Because back in three weeks, they say, hey, we need him to try to win the Super Bowl. Um, we mentioned earlier that baseball is on going on strike. Um, and, uh, of course, we'll talk in the second hour more about the games that are going on this weekend. But, by the way, other news, um, Steve Adazio was let go by Colorado State. It, interesting because his, he had a volatile time out there. The two seasons he was there, one of them, of course, with covid Went one and three this year, three and nine. Today is the day that his buyout dropped from five million to three million. They went, okay, we're good. You're gone. <laughs> yeah, so we can save two million if we wait one more day. Yeah, well, and you're gone. Uh, Adazio did get thrown out of his last game, ejected, and I'm not saying he went nuts, but he had two. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, not personal fouls, but two. 
unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. When you do that, you're ejected from the game, and that's what happened. So he got ejected from the last game. They lost by 42 to Nevada. Things did not go well there. That That is such a weird job because I think it's a good job. I mean, that stadium's really nice. And uh, you could win. The, if you hire the right guy, you can win there. No, if you hire the right guy, he leaves. And Jim McElwain was the right guy for Colorado State. He actually is probably the right guy for Western Michigan. Right? He won the right guy for Florida. Let's take a couple calls. Let's get Don in. What's up, Don? Uh, hey, Pat. Uh, I have a question. And I asked, I asked your compadre, Steve Russell, uh, this last year. And I think it was compounded this year. And uh, I think, in my own opinion, that Mullen lost control of his team last year, and it was compounded this year. What do you think about that? What what do you mean lost control? Well, at the end of the year, you know, and I I realized there were some COVID issues, but I don't think the players continued to play. And um, oh, they were they were the within players, a touchdown of the national champs in the next to last game. Well, yeah, they were, but a bunch of them didn't go to the bowl game. Yeah, that were eligible to go to the right. bowl game. That happens everywhere. Yeah. Okay, and then I think it just compounded itself this year. Well, I do think, I think that was. I, I mean, I I I don't think he lost control of this team, but I think he did give them. Uh, excuses not to be up for every game, and it and it came back to bite him. And I think that's where he he did not do a good job. He d- did not do a good job getting them ready for that LSU game last year. And then obviously him him basically saying, "Hey, we're this was just a scrimmage. Our bowl game is a, disrespectful to that bowl." Which I think the Cotton Bowl may have different thoughts about ever inviting Florida back. But um, you know, yeah, I agree with that part of it. But I don't think he lost his team. I mean, that team. Played good against Alabama that game, but that's the thing. He got it got to a point where they only played hard in big games. You know, when the game was wasn't a big game, they yeah we can we don't have to play that hard, and that's where he did lose. Well, also part of it was the showboating that was going on among some of the players. Well, I, I yeah, you know what I that, I it, I've seen showboating going on all over college football. It's 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 worse than it's ever been, and I saw it with guys that uh, won national championships here at Florida, you know, in, in well, 2008. I, I, I agree, but, uh, you know, that that was part of our problem last year. It cost us one game. Yeah, one player, one game, yep. So, you know, and I also think Grantham should have been fired last year, but that's another story. Yep. Appreciate the call, Don. We got to go. We got to get out of here for the fir- end of the first hour, um, and uh, we got a lot of things to address. Some of the things that Don just said, and uh, we got we do want to talk about some of these games. We'll get a bunch of your calls, Tom. If you hold on through the break, we'll get you coming up right out of the other side of this one. We'll be right back. We'll have more. Uh, Pat Dooley going solo today. Uh, tomorrow, Zach Albaverde will join me. We'll talk some recruiting with him, and also, of course, Gator football. Uh, we have talked a little Gator basketball, if you want to talk about that from last night. Um, and anything you want to talk about here on the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM 850. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre own selection nearly every make and model and with prices starting at just 99.95 everyone must pass a rigorous 170 point inspection many come with remaining factory warranties and all are backed by davis's three-day love it or bring it back guarantee even dozens of gm certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better than new car warranties plus davis gainesville chevy has finance plans for everyone so why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference get a fully inspected like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This holiday season, when you open a new Radiant Visa Platinum Rewards credit cards this December, you're going to receive an extra 2,000 bonus points, and the points keep on stacking up. Plus, for the month of December, you'll earn double the points on every purchase and double the dimes with Radiant's exclusive Dime Back Rewards program. And the savings doesn't end there. You'll also get Radiant Special 4.99% introductory rate for six months on your new rewards credit card. So this holiday season, skip the store credit cards with rates as high as 25% or more. Instead, sign up for your new Radiant Visa Platinum Rewards card. You'll get 2,000 bonus points, double points on all purchases, double dimes cash back on every purchase in December, and a great intro rate. So what are you waiting for? 2,000 bonus points, double points, double dimes, and a great intro rate? Visit RadiantCU.org slash bonus points for details. Radiant is federally insured by the NCUA. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri this is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon. And if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit Meldon Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. 
tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back for the second hour presented by Melton Law. They won't back down at Melvin Law. Appreciate them so much. Pat Dooley going solo today. Tomorrow we'll be back with Zach Albaverde. And um, if you watch the podcast, tomorrow's show, uh, Robbie Andrew will be on. So look forward to that as well. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some of the games that are coming up uh, Saturday and well, actually, tomorrow. There is the first game is tomorrow, Oregon Utah. Okay, so so I'm going to give these every one of these games a rating. And and uh, Seth was in here a little while ago, and he said something that was kind of interesting. What team do you think has the? If you had to put one team you know is going to win, you had to bet on them. Who would it be? And, and I think we agree that it may be Michigan, not not Georgia, just because of Nick Saban. That's the only reason. The only reason to think that Alabama can win is that Nick Saban really knows what he's doing. Now, based on what they've done this year, doesn't matter. So it's a one-game season right now. And also there's this – there, there's a weird dynamic, and you never know how it's going to affect guys, affect players, affect coaches. This is a dynamic Cincinnati's facing. It's a dynamic that Georgia's facing, but not really. Georgia knows that if it wins, they get to pick where they're going to go bowling, where, where the first-round game is. I, I, that's something I should have looked up during the break. Um, I, th- I think we looked it up one day. Here and I think it's uh, Miami and anyway I'll look it up. Uh, but if they lose, they're still in the playoff. There's no way Georgia gets bumped out. I mean, I guess I, I I guess you could see a scenario where they got beat by like 40, and people said, "Well, who did they beat?" Eh, not really anybody. Bunch of mediocre teams. Arkansas might be their best win. Or Clemson, but Clemson, totally different situation um, from from what they usually are. So that would be um, – but they would still be in. But just because it's saving, there's a chance. Like you can see the path again to them getting – to somehow Alabama finding a way. Not going to be easy, though. Let's go ahead and get some phone calls. 392-8255, the number to call. Let's go to Jake, see what he's got for us today. What's up, Jake? Thanks, Pat. Well, many times I agree a lot with what you say. Sometimes I don't. But we're on the same page here as far as I'm a huge Nick Saban fan. have been for a long, long time because I think he's the best coach out there without a doubt. But I think uh, I've got a weird feeling, and again, uh, I really think Georgia is going to win, but I've got a got a thought here that 
Saban's going to put together maybe a, a really, really good plan, and they're going to play the best game of the year, and they're going to win. I think they're going to upset Georgia in a way. Uh, but I think that's what's going to happen if they do. And, again, they could just easily get beat if not. But I think probably what would happen then is they'd probably have a chance to face back up again in the Final Four, and Georgia would probably win then. But I think Saban's going to put together – a game plan, and I think he's going to upset him, really. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there. Look, here's the thing: I, as we said yesterday, um, Alabama's quarterback's better than, than Georgia's, um, but you know, their defense is so good that I'm curious to see what Bill O'Brien and Nick Saban can conjure up here. I think, I think Alabama defense defense will hang in there, and they'll they'll keep them in the game because I don't think Georgia's offense is that dynamic, even though I know statistically they are, because, again, they feast it off the East for the most part. Um, but I, I, I think that they've got to come up with some kind of great game plan for what to do to pick this defensive park. You, you know, they'll go over the top, you know, with Jamison Williams, and um, but it's going to be fascinating to see what, what he does come up with. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, obviously, Jamison Williams being out was – Part of the reason they look lackluster against Auburn, other than Auburn always plays Alabama real good, plays them tough pretty much. But yeah, he got that. that uh, he got that in the first half, right? The uh, targeting call. Yeah, he got it really. He got it real early. Yeah, so they they um, yeah, so they they'll have him 100 percent for this game. Yeah, he's without a doubt. I mean, I think Mechie's real, real, real good because he is. But I think uh, he, he's a playmaker without a doubt. I never knew anything about him at Ohio State, but man, he sure he can light it up. Let me ask you, Pat. Yeah, they're who, who are you think is going to be the final four teams? Um, well, I mean, I, I obviously Georgia is going to be one of them. We pretty much know that they're going to be in, um, and I think I I I can't see any way Iowa can score enough points to beat Michigan. So I think I think it'll be Georgia, Michigan. Um, if Cincinnati wins, and I think Cincinnati, this is what I was talking about before. They're kind of where Georgia is. The difference is Georgia knows they're in either way, but the pressure's still there because they want to win a national title. They want to be able to choose where they go play. By the way, the, the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl are the two cities, so they would go, or the two places for the semifinals. They would, I'm sure, pick Miami uh, as a place to go, uh, although they are familiar with the Cotton Bowl, having played there two years ago. Um, or last year was it? La- no, no, yeah, la- no, two years ago. Um, so, um, and then I, I mean, Oklahoma State, I think it's got a really good team. But if Alabama drops out, which we assume they will, but here's here's where it's going to get really interesting: is if Alabama is right there and they've got Georgia beat, and all of a sudden Georgia scores on a a late play that oh man, and everybody's just heartbroken. You go. Well, let's see. They lost to Texas A&M in Georgia. They got some good wins. Uh, who would you? Who do you think would win between Alabama and Cincinnati? And if the committee does something like that and bumps Cincinnati back out, I mean, who knows? Then all hell yeah, breaks loose. You know, Cincinnati. I've never been a huge Luke Fickle fan. I mean, he's a, a pretty good coach, but he's not a great coach at all. And they just, I mean, they got a super quarterback. 
but other than that, I mean, they're kind of a lackluster, undefeated team. I don't. They just don't really. I don't think they're that, that really that good. They don't really play anybody at all. They well, they played Notre Dame. They game. They beat Notre Dame. And they scheduled Indiana, and Indiana turned out to be crappy, and that didn't help uh, their cause. But um, it's going to be interesting to uh, – because this Houston team is – I mean, they're 11-1 coming into this game. And Dana Holgerson is a, a, a really good coach. Um, yeah, he was with West Virginia, right? Yeah, and so it was a weird when he went there, but now he's – sitting here in the championship game with a chance to knock them off. Uh, they've, they've been kind of spotty and offensively at times, uh, really good defense, so maybe he's got a plan for them. So I can see Cincinnati getting beat, that opening a door for Oklahoma State. What if Oklahoma State loses to Baylor? Does that allow Alabama with a loss to still get in? These are all the crazy things that could happen. And I'm hoping for chaos on the last weekend. I want it's been chaos all year. It's been great. I want to see it again. Well, it may be because again, like you just said, Oklahoma State they're they're pretty darn good. They got a really good defense, and a lot of people think that Sanders is not that good a quarterback, but he's pretty good. I he's think. okay. He, he yeah, plays, he plays. He, he's not going to lose you a lot of games. He may not win a big big game, but um, but you know, I think that they'll beat Baylor. They already beat them once, didn't they? Yeah, you got to beat you got to beat them twice. That's the way that league works out. That's what the SEC will be doing eventually, having uh, one through sixteen, um, and one and two will play, and it, it could end up with rematches again. So we haven't seen many of them in the SEC. Um, I'm just trying to think when when the last one was, where there was a rematch. I know Florida Auburn was in 2000. Yeah. 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 I can't Florida remember. and Florida State? No, I'm talking about SEC rematches. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But All I right. think you're right on, spot on. I'll let you go, but I think you're spot on. Georgia's in and uh, Michigan's in. I think you're spot on. Yep. Thanks. Appreciate the call, Thanks. Jake. You yeah, you know, it's um, – he was mentioning – he didn't think if somebody was a good quarterback or a bad quarterback, he wouldn't lose your games. The guy who will lose you games is in the transfer portal, and that is Adrian Martinez, the Nebraska quarterback, who has literally, I think, been there 14 years. I think he played with Eric Crouch. I think he was Eric Crouch's backup. And he's entered the transfer portal, and there's going to be somebody that just can't help themselves. They're going to go, look at this guy's talent. I will solve the problems of the turnover. He will not turn it over with us because I am a better coach. He'll still turn it over. Some guys just are what they are. Let's get one more call in before we go to break. Warren, what's going on? Yeah, just talk about Notre Dame. Uh, you know, I, I was up there for 20 years. And uh, I'm, I'm surprised Kelly actually left. But, you know, it kind of tells you, you know, he's uh, – he wants a national championship. Notre Dame can't give him one. But what happens if Notre Dame gets into the Final Four? They mm-hmm. have a really good team this year, dude. Really good team. They're good. I don't know that they're. I don't know if they're good enough to beat a a Georgia um, or a Michigan. Oh, nobody's going to beat Georgia. But to get in and maybe beat the other team to play Georgia. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, they, again, they, the door will open up for them if they uh, if they uh, if if we see some chaos. I think if we have the favorites all win out, then I think you're looking at uh, probably Georgia, uh, Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, and probably Oklahoma State as a fourth team. But who knows? Absolutely, absolutely. But I'm great with the new hire. Uh, I heard uh, Steve Russell today, and that was pretty cool. But, you know, I'm just, you know, everybody's got this bad thing about Notre Dame. But, you know, the reason the reason a guy left is because he can't recruit the players that can win him a national championship up there. And, you know, that's because of academics. Yeah. And, it's, it's... You know, the Notre Dame mantra not being, uh, you know, not being uh, in a conference. And, I've you know, I've lived up there for 20 years and, and I'm down here now. But, you know, going to games, and, you know, they are adamant about being a national school. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. And there's no arrogance about it. Of course, there is, but you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think, I, look, their deal is, too, is, is an awfully good deal with the TV and being a, having their own TV network and everything yeah. with NBC. So, I mean, I get why they haven't done it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they probably won't unless they have to. But uh, well, you know. I think if they did look, and again, they had to last year because of COVID. But uh, yeah. but then they said, and that's enough. You know, we're okay. We'll just go well, back the know, other way. NCC, uh, other sports, uh, other sports, volleyball, basketball, baseball. Yeah, they are. Yeah, in the ACC. So uh, right. you know, uh, it's kind of it's kind of interesting that uh, they won't. Uh, entertain the Big Ten, which is where, you know, that's where they are. But I've been saying that for 20 years, and I've been back here six months, and uh, I'm a yeah, Gator they... alum. I uh, love the Gators, and, uh, you know, I mean, been an Notre Dame fan my whole life. But Well, they've got a, such know. a good deal, it's hard for them just to walk away from that. Uh, we got to get out of here, Warren, for a break, okay, All buddy? Right, Appreciate the call. Nice talking to you, man. All right, don't Bye. be a stranger. Uh, we will get out of here. Uh, if you want to hold on, we got a couple callers on hold. We'll get to them when we return. You are listening to the tailgate. Pat Dooley going solo today. ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rothman. After securing the final seat in the NCAA tournament, the Florida Gators will play their first NCAA volleyball game tonight against FAMU. The Gators went 20-8 in the regular season, but dropped their final two matches to Kentucky. Live coverage will begin at 6.40. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will get another chance to play the St. Louis Blues tonight. These teams met in St. Louis on Tuesday with the Blues picking up a 4-3 shootout win. This game will be played in Tampa with face-off set for 7 o'clock. In the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys will play the New Orleans Saints to start Week 13 of the NFL. The Cowboys are 7-4 this season, while the Rams are 5-6. Live coverage will start at the conclusion of the Florida Gators volleyball match. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling into the fourth quarter of the year like the Gators wide receivers, open and ready for business. 2021 has been a crazy ride so far, but we've made it through thanks to our loyal customers and support from all the tailgate listeners out there. Don't forget, in addition to our classic deep dish gourmet pies and unforgettable garlic knots, we have one of the only salad bars left in town. Come to Leonardo's Millhopper, eat the food that Gainesville grew up on, and don't forget to mention the tailgate 10. Man, I'm good. One take again, Jeff. It's not bragging when it's truth. Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you're ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace for mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry. So stop in today. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator athletic games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest, and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. To some, that may just sound like ice hitting heavy-duty plastic. But to a Bud Light legend, it's a signal that says it's time. Time to dust off the barbecue tongs and load up the cooler with 37 Bud Lights and an assortment of dips. Because it's time to take back all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. Let's take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AB Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. This is Sky LeBron inviting you to join me and Josh Crow for Gator Volleyball tonight as we begin NCAA tournament play against FAMU. First serve is at 7 p.m. immediately following Gator Talk right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here on the shoe. Pat Dooley going solo today. Jeff Cardozo doing volleyball. He's got it uh, both games today. I think uh, I think Kyle is, Crooks is doing the uh, Gator Talk tonight. With I'm not even sure who's on it. Oh, it's a um, women's basketball coach. They're off to, actually off to a pretty good start. All right, let's get uh, the Cattleman on here. What's going on, Mike? Hey, uh, Pat. Um, I want to talk with you about Lane Kiffin, as I was telling your guy, but um, – 
uh, want to talk with you quickly about the uh, Nick Saban coaching tree. You yeah. know it does at fork, right? Well, it forked towards Athens. I know that. Well, um, yeah, if you're buying players and whatever you want to say about Jimbo and blah blah blah. Well, but, Tennessee I mean, tried and, to and, do and, that, and it didn't. It didn't work. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's kind of bleeding in what I was really calling you about. But um, you know, these didn't uh, Muschamp work for Saban? He did at LSU, not at yeah, okay. Alabama. Yeah, right. But uh, you know, you know who one of those. Uh, I want to talk with you about Lane Kiffin, Pat, but you know who one of those high-profile Nick Saban assistants? And all these guys deserve to get a job, an opportunity. They all do, including Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker's an NFL guy or a Saban guy. But um, uh, you know another one of those high-profile uh, Saban assistants, Pat? Jimbo Fisher? No, Jeremy Pruitt. Oh, yeah? I don't know how high-profile he, uh, he, he was. I don't think he was any more high no, no, a, no, a coordinator, a coordinator. He worked for Saban twice. A coordinator for it, for a Nick Saban is going to get a big job. Yeah, absolutely. Probably. Yeah, and it's not a poop. That's not a poo poo. That's just straight up. But let's talk about Kiffin here, Pat, and I'll get out of your way. All right. Um, by the way, um, if you were the Florida AD, who would you have hired? I hate to put you on the spot like this, but um, would you have hired Napier or Lane Kiffin? Napier. Really? Okay. No well, doubt. Well, but that, okay, we can do that later on down the road. But I'm looking at some of these jobs. It, nothing new on Miami? Well, the the story out of Miami now is that half the people want Diaz fired and half of them don't. They can't decide yeah. on an AD. It's apparently a total mess down there. Yeah, and, and apparently they like Cristobal, even though Cristobal fell on his face at FIU. But, um, Pat, um, you know, do you agree with me that athletic directors like a little control over their coach or, you know, administration? No, I, I, I think, no not really. Go ahead. I don't think they do. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think I think they want to have a relationship with their coach where they, I mean, they he knows they're, he's, they know he's the boss, you know, and, and at the end of, uh, with uh, Dan Mullen, Scott Strickland kind of uh, put his foot down on some things, on some things he was yeah, saying okay. in press conferences. So, you know, I mean, yeah. but I don't think they like to have run herd on them or they're just going to go okay. somewhere else. Okay, personally, um, I'm bouncing around on you, Pat. Here's, I'll crystallize it and clear out. I would much rather hire Lane Kiffin than Billy Napier, mainly because Kiffin is a proven commodity for whatever you think about his Twitter account. And, you know, Billy Napier's done it on the small stage. But, I, but let's look at some of these jobs. Okay, Notre Dame, if you call up Skip Bayless or one of these talking heads on ESPN, they're going to say, oh, Notre Dame's the best job on earth. Well, you're getting ready to hire a 35-year-old dude without head coaching experience. Okay, Miami. Manny Diaz hadn't moved the needle. Um, Oklahoma needs a coach. Who are you, you going to hire? Brent Venables? He's never been a head coach before. I'm just telling you, I, I mean, I know – and by the way, and I don't spend too much time shedding those old gator tears for a coach. Kevin's getting to make about $8.5 million a year off Ole Miss. He's doing just fine. But I think you got some athletic director malpractice out there, and I would throw in Florida, Miami, Oklahoma, and LSU. I don't. Brian Kelly's got a pretty good track record, but I'm just saying, if I'm Scott Strickland, I think I'm answering a lot of questions why I'm passing on Lane Kiffin. You got a comment on that? Well, I mean, uh, I think that that's not what they were looking for. They weren't looking. They were looking for a certain kind of coach, and I, again, I don't know that he would be a, a great fit here. There's no evidence that he can recruit, um, you know. So I, I just think that he's a really, really good coach. I don't hey, think Pat, he. Pat, Pat, it's not about high school players anymore. The transfer portal. 
I'm just telling you. It's look, still like about the, high school players. Yeah, yeah, but well, I disagree with you on that. And like the Kiffin's who's the best team in the country? Kiffin's going to be making eight and a half million dollars stuck at Ole Miss. I'm not crying Gator tears for him, but you're still going to have to deal with him, just like the rest of the SEC. And Notre Dame, Pat, supposedly the greatest college football program of all time going to hire a 35-year-old bum without head coaching experience? He's not a bum. He's their lead recruiter. No, no head coaching experience will get the Notre Dame job. Kirby Smart didn't have any any uh, head or, coaching. Or, or, or Bobby Stoops Sweeney, didn't. Yeah. Dabo Sweeney didn't. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying here, Pat, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying a lot of these athletic directors that are cashing seven-figure checks, including in Scott Strickland, just passed on Lane Kiffin, and, and yeah. Lane Kiffin's not going anywhere, and he might kick that gator tail next year. Well, they don't play next year, but um, so whenever, whenever he Lane Kiffin's not going anywhere, Pat. Pat, that's my check. He's in the SEC. See you. He is in the SEC, and he lost to Florida last year. By the way, just to point that out. But uh, look, I think Lane Kiffin is a, is a great coach, and it would have been interesting to have him here. But it's not what Florida wanted. That's not what they were going for. And I think Florida is a little bit, you know, it's very much about fit. With everybody, who no matter who it is. You know, and, and in the end, when we think back on the whole Dan Mullen era, and I've said this before, I think Dan Mullen doesn't get enough credit for the good things he did and too much blame for the bad things, but I'm still not sure that was a great fit. It seemed like a great fit, but when you consider the personality, when you consider the, the mood swings and stuff like that, uh, I'm not sure it was. And a and I guess, in the end, Scott Strickland should have known that he didn't want to recruit. And maybe he thought – I mean, again, you're, when you're the athletic director, you're not in that recruiting room all the time. You're not asking why, who you got, who are you getting this year. You know, It's just you kind of – you know. but in the end, I mean, we can easily look back on that and, and be critical, but you see what I'm saying. Let's go to Dan and see what he's got for us. What's up, Dan? Hey. Hey, I just read an article on ESPN. Kim Mulkey is back at LSU. I heard that, yeah. <laughs> you know, her son played shortstop for LSU. He did. You know, they were you he know, they were play played Florida in the national championship series. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? She was the coach at Baylor. And, yeah. and he was playing for LSU, and she was the coach at Baylor. I know. And they kept showing her on time. TV, I heard. I, I just, when I saw it, I just cracked up laughing. Why is that a story? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, I think people, the reason people don't want Kiffin is because of Kiffin. And yeah. that's that's the bottom line. That's my opinion. Look, I think Florida's at a point right now where they needed a certain culture and they needed a guy that, that was going to bring that. And, um, you know, th th that was very important to Scott Strickland and uh, everybody at Florida, that the culture change and the recruiting change and, that's where they went. Now, is is Lane Kiffin a better X's and O's coach? There's no question about it. I mean, he's one of the best in the business. Maybe the best, considering how much I used to think it was him and uh, Jimbo. And I don't. I mean, Jimbo, I'm not so sure about it anymore. Um, but no. But I think if for what Florida wanted, I don't think it was the perfect choice for Florida. Yeah, it's just my opinion. Well, I'm I'm very excited that uh, Steve had a guy. On his show today, it was very, very um, effusive in his praise of uh, Coach Napier. So I'm very excited about that. But you were saying earlier about the NFL is a much better gig 
because you don't have to recruit, right? Yeah. Well, you know, there was a time, I guess, when a coach would go in some kid's living room and would say, hey, young man, you know, you're, you have the opportunity to go to this school. You'll probably be the first person in your family to ever go to college. You know, and that was a big deal. And now it's, it's, upside, it's turned upside down, you know. Yeah. I mean, now it's uh, how do I get to the NFL? And uh, that, to me, is the driving force. And that's why schools like Alabama have done so well. Because and the more you get in, the more you're going to get. The, the, they have latched on to that, and they, did, they started doing that years ago when uh, some other schools uh, didn't necessarily agree with that attitude and still stressing, you know, academics and whatnot. But the reality is, is kids, they want to go to that next level. I don't think they're really uh, overwhelmed by who the, the coach is or who the school is. It's how do I get there? And uh, that's the yeah. way recruiting is today, you know. No, it is. And, I mean, you know, the, the days of, of, like, Steve Spurrier walking into a room and, Asking a guy if he wanted to come play for the Gators, and he wasn't sure. He go, "Ah, we'll beat you at the other school too," and walked out. Yeah. You know, and th- and th- that worked for Steve Spurrier, but it wouldn't work today because guys would say, "You know, well, enough of us are going to get together and beat you." Uh, but um, yeah, no, it's a different world. There's no question about it. Um, we'll see what happens. All right, thanks a lot, Pat. Appreciate the call. Uh, we'll, we got to take a break. When we come back, we have another opening. At a Power 5 school. It just broke. We'll tell you who it is. When we return, you're listening to The Tailgate. Pat Dooley on board today, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in north-central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there. And the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong. With my new train variable speed system, System. The temperature has evened up throughout the house. There is much lower humidity, and the unit is even generator friendly if need be. So, if you need your AC unit looked at, call Crystal Air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. 
At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine and play it again sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play It Again Sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find. And I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, Woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25,000 people that sleep better because of the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville, and you could be next. Their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam. Being better during the day starts with being better at night. So let the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville get you going. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Tonight, temperatures fall into the mid and upper 40s under clear skies. We may see some patchy fog develop, similar to last night, primarily after midnight. Tomorrow features plenty of sunshine, just a few passing clouds during the afternoon, highs in the mid-70s. A mix of sun and clouds for the upcoming weekend and even a bit warmer, highs in the mid to even upper 70s possible. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Brian Kelly's departure. I just feel like it's cowardly. There are kids on this team who still feel like they have a shot, that they can make the college football playoff. And if it does happen, now you're telling me it could be held against me because my head coach took a bag somewhere else and couldn't even stay on board just for another month in order to see if we have a chance to do this? I think that's cowardly, man. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. 
All right, we are back. We've got about 20 minutes or so left in the uh, radio show today. Uh, tease the uh, newest casualty, I guess you would say, uh, in the coaching uh, profession. We talked about Steve Adazio getting fired on the day his bonus, or his, not his bonus, but his his um, buyout dropped by $2 million. And that's why they waited till today to fire him. Today also, Bronco Mendenhall at Virginia decides to step down, whether it was mutual or not. Uh, I don't know. They've, you know, they 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 are what they are. I mean, Virginia, he, he got him to those really, to a nice place two years ago. Of course, when they lost a very close game to Florida in that Orange Bowl, um, but uh, it hasn't gone well lately for him. I need to look up his record. I'm curious, but I don't. I don't know whether it was mutual or not. I got that, that's something that I guess we'll find out as we go along. So another domino has fallen. We'll talk about that uh, in a minute. Uh, in terms of because now it looks like it looks like Oklahoma is going to go hard after Luke Fickle after his game. Saturday, okay? And if they don't get him, their backup is Matt Campbell. That's the story that's kind of circulating around. We'll see if that happens. And then that that's another domino that falls, and then it just keeps going. So we'll see what happens. It's crazy this year. Brett, what's going on? Hey, Pat, how are you? Good. Hey, I, just, I have an NFL question for you. Sure. Let, let's take a – Superstar quarterback from the 60s, um, Joe Namath. Okay. Let's take a superstar quarterback from the 80s, Joe Montana. They get their pension checks on the same day. Okay. Are those pension checks equal today? Uh, I don't think they are. I don't know the exact details of that, but I think – um, a lot depends on what was put into it by you as a player. Like you, you pay dues right. and What's stuff the like that. At, time at position, right? Yeah, the average um, pensions are actually going to go up again this year. Right now, the average pension is thirty thousand a year, and it's going to go up to forty six thousand a year. Uh, more okay. than, so, obviously, it changes as they go forward. More than, but here's a great stat. Here, I'm just looking at this story. More than ten thousand players are gonna will be getting pensions. So, it, it's a good deal, man. Yes, sir. I, I just wondered, you know, if, if the same, you know, the person that played at the same position, same amount of time, did the same amount of things, you know, if, if their pension today's kind of equaled out. But I would imagine it would go back to, to the that individual's contract also is how. Yeah, well, uh, here, here I'm out. finding some – I'm just investigating this on Google. But if a player retired in the 80s or 90s, they got about 3000 to 5600 a month. If they retired uh, after 98, they get 5600 a month. So obviously uh, it has gone up and it's going to continue to go up uh, based on the CBA. Yes, sir. Well, uh, great show. Love you to death. See you soon. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks yes, for the sir. call there, Brett. Uh, let's go to uh, Tony. 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 <laughs> What's up, Pat? You, brother. Um, you, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but you, you brought that pension up. The guy I always think of, uh, wasn't it Eric Cresser that, was it Cresser that is like an artist now? 
down in South Florida. He does a little yeah. bit of quarterback coaching too. But yeah. I always think of him when I think of that NFL pension because he actually ended up in the league for like what five years. And um, well, think about on, think about Shane. Shane played like yeah, fourteen 12. years in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he didn't well, play every year, but he played a lot of these yeah. years. I mean, that one year he went to Buffalo, and he, you know, they just said uh, you right. could you can fly. Now, he's told this story. You can fly uh, home after the game and, and spend the whole week there, and just come back for the weekends. You know, I mean, what a great <laughs> deal awesome. that was. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, it was funny during the, the after Mullen was fired. It was and. I'm being tongue-in-cheek on this, but it was like anyone with an IQ of like 10 wanted Lane Kiffin as a head coach, not thinking like big picture. Because um, to me, like we Mullen is Lane Kiffin with a nice personality to me. Like I love watching Lane Kiffin coach. I've I've gone to a UCF FAU game just to watch Lane Kiffin coach on the sideline. Sure. I'll tune in whenever he's on. I just don't need him as the coach of my program because um, we, we just kind of – He's going to do the same thing at Ole Miss. Like my old Miss, Ole Miss buddy says, he's barely going to try to really recruit. He's just going to bring in as many transfers as he can and and go that route, just because it's it's tough to, you know, it's tough to do it the regular way. Up yeah, there, but again, but. Tony, and that's what I was trying to get through to uh, our friend from Tennessee. Who's the best yeah. team in the country? Georgia. It, it, they haven't done it through the transfer portal. I mean, there's a no. couple of transfers on their team, but they they've done it yeah. through recruiting. Alabama's done it through recruiting. Yeah, Henry Toto. It has helped that team, but that's not why they're in the in the right. playoffs. It's because of recruiting. It's, Clemson's there because of recruiting. Um, yep. So you, it's still about both. Right. You know, it's like it's like the old thing. It's you know, Ron Zook used to say this famous saying: "It's not about the X's and O's. It's about the uh, Jimmys and Joes." And I would always go want to shake him and go, "Ron, it's about both. You got to have both. You got to have players, and then you got to have plays." And 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 that's what he, I don't think he ever got the concept of. Same with uh, Will Muschamp, where offensively he didn't get the concept of you needed you needed. It wasn't just about getting players, and that's the way it is with this transfer portal now. It's about recruiting, and then if you can supplement from the transfer portal, yeah. But you can't sustain that. You can't do it every year. I think Georgia's done a good job of. of- Getting rid of guys through the transfer portal. I mean, yeah, you can we've say watched, that. <laughs> we've watched, you know, DE number one uh, do a bunch of dumb stuff throughout the season. Then he has four sacks the other day, and everybody wants to think he's Alex Brown. And then the kid from from FSU, he's he's really good at FSU. But I was telling an FSU buddy of mine at work, like if he's still on that Georgia defense, would he? Would he? We? I'm sorry. Would we even know that guy's name? That because yeah, that's fascinating isn't it because he yeah he's been good all year it wasn't like he just showed up for that game right yeah and so anyway that it's it's nuts but you're right i mean they've just they've stockpiled talent and you know here here they are the other thing i wanted to to tell you you probably think this is funny i heard this on the radio up here today um and you you might want to you may be able to guess who said it but Anyway, the, he had said today that uh, Nick Saban really wants to win this game on Saturday. So, so put that in your, <laughs> put that in your uh, book of cliches. Well, there you go. I, I, I'm gl- now you know, that you know well, that, does that change your attitude towards Saturday? How many people were questioning whether Dan Mullen wanted to win these games, uh, which right. was was always <laughs> the dumbest thing ever, too? But no, it yeah. does not change my perception of the game. Right. Right. Just want to give you a heads up. He he really wants to win this one. So. He does. Well, you know what? I Also, if they I win this game, they'll have a chance to win the national title, I heard. Yeah, <laughs> that, that could happen. So, 
I wish there was a way if Georgia lost, they would be out of it, but uh, we're we're not that lucky. <laughs> no, no, uh, we we can only hope. Well, we need is for Georgia to lose one game, right? And hopefully that'll happen. All right, see you, Pat. Appreciate it, Tony. We uh, do have to get our last break in. Um, I, I was just trying to think if there was another news story uh, that I had forgotten to tell you guys, but I guess not. Oh, but, oh, I know what it was. It said Bobby Stoops. I don't know. Maybe this story came out yesterday or the day before, but I saw it today. He's getting paid three hundred fifty thousand to co- be the interim coach in the game. Man, you better be at every meeting if you're getting that kind of money. You better be getting up with the the guys working out. Three fifty. No, I know these guys are making eight, nine, ten million dollars, but three hundred fifty thousand just to not even coach, probably just to go. That's a good call. All right, we got to get a break. We'll be right back. Jack, hold on. We'll get you on the other side. I promise. You're listening to the tailgate on ESPN ninety eight one FM and eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rothman. The Florida Gators volleyball team will play their first NCAA tournament game tonight against FAMU after securing the final national seed in the NCAA tournament. The Gators went 20-8 during the regular season but dropped their final two matches to Kentucky. Live coverage will begin at 6.40. In the NHL, after losing in a shootout on Tuesday night to the St. Louis Blues, the Tampa Bay Lightning will have another chance to play them this time at home. The Lightning lost 4-3 despite having a 3-0 lead. Puck drop is set for 7 o'clock. In the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys will play the New Orleans Saints to start Week 13 of the NFL. The Cowboys are 7-4 this season, while the Saints are 5-6. Live coverage will start at the conclusion of the Gators volleyball match. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I got married, and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here, and and, uh, they are truly wonderful. There was absolutely no one else to go to but Exceptional Dentistry for him. No one else. Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad. Plus, I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So, brand new again. This is, this is more like having my teeth back again. It, life is pretty normal. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. 
IDC's kicking off the Christmas season with a spectacular and unprecedented crazy offer. Now through December 12th, you get IDC's already unbeatable price plus an extra 10% savings. And to make it even more affordable, you get five years zero interest financing. It's our most aggressive holiday offer ever. 10% instant savings and 60 months financing with zero down and zero interest. How about a $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings? Take 10% off the top, then pay just $60 a month. A $6,000 designer bracelet with matching earrings minus 10% instant savings, then pay just $90 a month. Everything's included. Eternity Bane, fashion rings, colored gemstone jewelry, all new designer jewelry from LA and New York, stackable rings, Cuban link necklaces. Find the perfect gift with a perfect pay plan. Five years, zero interest financing. You can even finance the sales tax. And as an added surprise, for the first 12 days of December, go to shopidc.com for some secret buys and special offers on some great holiday gifts. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center. In celebration point. Approved credit details at shopidc.com. Don't be a turkey this Thanksgiving and make your family and friends watch your old TV. Let the pros at Electronics World get you ready for the parades and football games with the new Sony TV or a home theater room with enhanced sound and seating to optimize the viewing experience for you and your holiday guests. For less than you might think, from design to installation, you can count on the pros at EW. To find out more, visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. From the weight room to the war room, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, we're back here the last seven minutes or six and a half minutes or so of the show. Be back tomorrow with Zach Albaverde. We'll talk a little recruiting with him, but also Gator football and all the crazy stuff. We'll probably break down some of these games a little, but we didn't really get a chance to do it today thanks to all the great calls. And here's another one. Jack from North Atlanta calling. What's going on, Jack? Zach Albaverde, he looked like Jim Bob Walton about eight years ago. Now he looks like – now he looks like uh, uh, Burt Reynolds and Boogie Nights now. So, yeah, he's, he's grown up a lot here the last, last couple, <laughs> couple of years. <laughs> That's a good I, reference I, I, there. I got I I to really give you hard, with that. We thought hard, Pat. We thought hard about that. Although it really, it, it's, it's actually, uh, in the case of Zach, it's his hair. It's not fake hair. Yeah, okay. Well, exactly. I mean, we, we, we know about that. But, yeah, I mean, Pat, you've been on fire, man, like last week, talking about maybe Billy should come in and maybe, hey, man, here's some playbooks. Let's talk about this stuff instead of – I mean, if we go to the – I don't even know what a gasparilla is. So, I mean, I need to Google that. I've been too, too busy with my class here at UF. So, uh, but, y- y- you know, uh, I think the best thing for Oklahoma right now is to keep big game Bob. I mean, seriously, have him go recruit. Uh, I mean, he was uh, – you know, he's maybe 61. But, by God, when he got off in that podium the other day, you could tell he was the man in charge. And yeah, I like, but he, I, did, I like he doesn't want to – he doesn't want coach. 
I mean, he just doesn't well, want God, to. Let's, let's, let's amortize 325 or 350 over 12 years. I mean, I say, hey, give me $10 million and I'll coach for a year or two. He's got enough he money, want, though. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, I mean, if he was a candidate, if he was somebody that w- had been re-energized by his time off, kind of like Urban's seven months off that he was re-energized, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, then I would say, yeah, this guy's got a proven track record. He knows how to recruit. He knows how to bring in players. And I would have looked at him hard if I was Florida. But I, and I know there were a lot of people that wanted Florida to go get Bob Stoops, but he just doesn't seem interested. He, he, look, he's trying to help his school out. And right, let's face right. it, um, Florida's not Bob Stoops' school. Oklahoma's Bob no. Stoops' school. No. We saw that last right. night. Lon Kruger's school is not Florida. It is Oklahoma. And so yeah. that's that's where those guys are. We just we kind of know where well, they're I mean, where they Florida's stand. Not, Florida, Florida's not Urban Meyer's school. No. That's Ohio State and Notre Dame. I mean, I think Florida's Billy Billy Donovan and and, and Coach Spurrier's school. But yep. and hat, like you said, hats off to Shane Matthews for having that many years in the pros. And I mean, I gotta give you something. I mean, the 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 more, the, the the midday show versus this show is like you know this is kind of like cracking a beer, having a good time with you two guys. Man, Steve Russell, man, he is dead on. And Shane, man, he's a bigger hard ass than Charlie Pillow used to back in seventy nine and eighty. He's a hard ass on people, but he tells the truth. He's and tough, I like the yeah, truth. he's tough. But you know what? I, I like the truth. I like the truth. But it's great to see on Feinbaum how now the Alabama fans are trashing the Georgia fans like we do. Well, y'all hadn't won anything since Dolly Parton was in a. Uh, I think the guy said you <laughs> haven't won anything since Dolly Parton was in a training bra. So yeah. I remember Dolly in the 70s. That's wrong, but I thought it was pretty funny. But, you know, I think we've got the right guy. I mean, again, I think there's recruiting stuff already picking up. And do you think Dan could maybe go to Virginia? That may be a good spot for him. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Again, this job just opened up with Bronco Mendehall stepping down. But, yeah, I mean, he could do fine there. You don't have to recruit well there to win. But if you're right. going to – I mean, and I don't think anybody at Virginia thinks they're going to ever win – at that level to get to be play a playoff team or to compete with Clemson, but he could go out there and win eight nine games, you know. Yeah, or or or, or does Urban uh, get some extra money, get the Adazio and get get Dan back and get Bam back together? Yeah, I wonder how much uh, he would want Adazio, but yeah, I I think a lot of people believe he will end up uh, with with uh, Urban up in in. Uh, Jacksonville just because now that I'm sure the offensive coordinator or quarterback coach up there is probably going, Hey, Hey, I'm right here. I'm standing here, but yeah. um, you know, we'll see where that end, ends up and where he ends up going. Well, I, you know, it's been, it's been rumored. I've heard somebody's talked to Dan and Dan said, I don't want any more part with, with college football because of recruiting. It's getting too nasty. It's too, it's just too much. And you know, Hey man, he wanted to be coach Spurrier, but it just wasn't that good to be able to do what coach Spurrier did. And again, like you said earlier, it's a different place in a different time. You, you've got to coddle these kids because yeah. with social media, they're such crybabies that, Oh, if you say this, you say that, then yep. you've got all these boneheaded Gator fans, Bama fans, Georgia fans. When a kid has a bad game like you trash Emory Jones or Emory Jones' his mama can't come to the game, I'd like to have been in front of some of those people made in front of Emory Jones sitting in front of her because they'd have got their they'd have got their butts knocked out. That's just you can't you don't do that. You show some class, but now everybody's a badass because they got a keyboard. So yeah, yeah, right, man. Hey, no, Pat, that's true. Have, have, have a great weekend and go Gators, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't know if if Dan Mullen does feel that way that he's definitely going back to the NFL because he's tired of recruiting. Clearly, he didn't like recruiting here. So he, and if you can't recruit at Florida with a private jet, that even Georgia doesn't have that. Uh, that's not a good sign. But uh, 
at any rate, again, I, I, I said this earlier in the show, and there's no point in trashing Dan Mullen. And, and I know there's a story that's up there on, on Twitter that there's no source on it, and I'm not going to repeat it because it's just – it may be true and it may not be true, and, and, uh, but th- there's no source. you got to have a source. Who's saying this? But it's not, it's not even that big a deal, to be honest with you, but it is a little bit of an indicator. Look, there are things that did not go well, and not, let's not worry about that. Let's worry about the next guy. Worry about watching his game on Saturday. Uh, you're ready for that. You know, the funny thing is, I've always been an Appy State kind of closet fan. I used to have an Appy State t-shirt, and it wasn't just because they beat Michigan that year. It's because we used to drive through Boone every year going to uh, on vacation, and I would see that stadium. It was so cool. I can't root for them this week. Got to root for Louisiana. Raging Cajuns. All right, we got to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. Zach Abaverde. I'm Pat Dooley. I'm deep way back and out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Mark, network stations, we are one minute until airtime on the Gator Sports Network for our Gator Talk Coaches Show broadcast. Studios, please start your archive recording. Stations, if you encounter technical issues during this broadcast, please call the Florida Studio Hotline at area code 336-464-1788. Coming up on 30 seconds until airtime. Mark, 30 seconds until airtime. Once again, stations, if you encounter technical issues during this broadcast, please call the Florida Studio Hotline at 336-464-1788. Stations, your final time cue will be with 15 seconds until airtime. Mark, 15 seconds until airtime. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Gator Sports Network. Live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill at Celebration Point in Gainesville, this is McCall's Service Gator Talk, your weekly all-access pass inside Florida athletics. Gator Talk is presented by McCall's Service. Call McCall. We do it all. Tonight's show is also brought to you by Pepsi, the official soft drink of the University of Florida and proud partner of Gator football. Pet Paradise, where pet fanatics take their pets to play. Tijuana Flats, Tex-Mex for all. Wells Fargo, official retail bank of the Florida Gators. And by UF Health, ranked among the best hospitals in the nation across 14 specialties. Visit ufhealth.org to learn more. Now let's go to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill at Celebration Point in Gainesville. Here's the host of McCall Service Gator Talk, Jeff Cardozo. Well, not Jeff tonight. You're stuck with Kyle Crooks filling in for Jeff Cardozo here from the Visors Rooftop Bar here at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. We have a good crowd here tonight. We've got the backcourt club. we got the incredible Cameron Kinzer, who is the master of all video tonight. Lonnie McQuaid as well in the crowd. Lonnie is the best. I've been with the program for a long time. Special program, special Gator Talk will take you up to 7 o'clock. And we are joined by Gator women's basketball head coach Kelly Ray Finley and Kelly as we get the round of applause from the crowd, I'm, in, I'm embarrassed to say this, 
But this is my first time here at Spurrier's and first time here at Visor's, and this is an incredible experience. You know, I, I need to get out more. That's what people tell me. Like, you need to go out and do some things. So I, I don't get to Celebration Point enough, but driving here, this is just such an incredible part of Gainesville, Kelly. Yeah, it is, and uh, you're definitely missing out. I am. If you haven't been here, uh, schedule a reservation and do it early because uh, it's hard to get in. Uh, but the food is uh, second to none. It's an exceptional place and a great atmosphere. Sure. Yeah, I ordered the, the beef sliders tonight. Mm. So you have a favorite food here? Yeah, What's the, your food of choice? You know, I don't know. The filet is pretty good. Oh, it's yeah. pretty good. You're, but I, I don't think you can go wrong with anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. So we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. We're talking women's basketball. And certainly it's been a busy time, Kelly, for your team. And, you know, busy time on the road. We were talking before we, we came on just – you know, the amount of road games this team has played. And yesterday, a true road game at George Mason. This team's going to get set to, to fly early Saturday morning to go to, to TCU. But, you know, and, and a trip to Puerto Rico over Thanksgiving. Those are the, the team chemistry building opportunities that this program has. And you've had a lot of them early. Yeah, and, and don't forget North Carolina. Too. Right. So, yep. so we were there. So, um, you know, we've been challenged really early. I'm really proud of our team and how we've, you know, chosen to respond back-to-back uh, -back tournaments uh, that, that you know those are difficult situations and then to turn around and go back on the road uh, and then follow it up again this weekend at TCU you know those challenges build character right and uh, adversity is good for us you know we dropped that one last night that wasn't something that we had hoped for uh, or planned on um, but you know our bounce back will be good and uh, we're working hard to continue to improve. And I know you look at the tape, and there's a lot of things that you evaluate as a head coach when you, you look back that tape, but I think some of the positives from last night. Of course, you want to win any game, and you want to win that game last night, but I think the fight of your team last night, you, know, you got down, I think, Kelly, what was it, eight or nine in that fourth quarter. You know, big buckets from Kiki Smith, a big basket from Lavender Briggs. Zippy Broughton came in at a big layup late. The opportunity to shrink it down to three, get it to within a possession. They hit their free throws, credit them. They, they did enough to win that game. But your team never never kind of shied away from the moment, and they continue to fight back. Yeah, most definitely. You know, you learn from your experiences, and that was definitely a good experience for us. It didn't end up, like I said, the way that we had hoped for. Um, but there's lots of positives that we can take away from that. Um, you know, they, you know, credit to them. They hit some big threes yep. late that they hadn't been uh, earlier in the season, um, you know, but, you know, big players play in big moments, and um, that's something that we can definitely expand on and look back on that film to improve. We mentioned that this team went to Puerto Rico, and luckily, as the radio guy, I get to kind of tag along on a lot of these road trips, and, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun getting a chance to see how you interact with the players, but, mm. you know, this team went paddle boarding. I did not go paddle boarding. Again, I don't get out much, so that's part of, that's part of my issue. Um, it went paddleboarding, went jet skiing on the final day. Uh, they had a, a, a great view of the clear blue water in Puerto Rico. That was a fun road trip, those two games. Yeah, most definitely. That was a blessing for our team uh, and for our program to have the opportunity to do that. Um, you know, and they embraced every single moment of it and rose to the occasion. Was really proud of how we played in both of those contests. Um, thought we played some some really good basketball on both ends of the floor um, and then you know those moments are the moments that they'll remember for the rest of their lives right so when you're talking about an experience uh, it was it was really really fun uh, to share with some of our student athletes and 
oh my gosh, you know, I, I'll never say no to doing anything or trying anything right. ever again. You know, that was way more. I've, I've never went jet skiing, and, and what a cool experience. It's something I'll remember forever. And so those are the moments that we're trying to build on. Uh, and the experiences that we're trying to give, and that was definitely one of the highlights for sure. Yeah, I heard somebody lost a, a GoPro on a, on a jet ski. Uh, that was that was an incident late. I don't know if that yeah. was supposed to go over the radio, but yeah, that's something that happened. <laughs> but and and being able to chronicle those cool events. But you know, for everybody coming into college and playing at this level for the freshmen, and for you, Kelly, basketball takes you to so many different places. Even for me, you know, I hadn't been out of the state of New Jersey in 18 years of my life, yeah. and I come here, and, and you're all over the place, you know, whether it's Vegas, California, Puerto Rico, Bahamas. Is, basketball can take you so many places. Yeah, you know, I've personally been really fortunate. Uh, the sport has taken me all over the world, uh, and, and that is definitely a blessing. You know, uh, Jariah Warren was saying, Oh my goodness, I've never seen water like this. This is amazing, yeah. you know, and having not been too far out of out of Louisiana for her, that experience, same thing with Alberta Remdel, you know, talking about, wow, look at where we are and look at the blessings that we have. Uh, and having never been to Washington, D.C., yeah. you know, George Mason to Virginia, uh, and then turning around and going, 